Hi, I'm Daniel Spear. And I'm James Swazo. And you're listening to Long Beach Season a podcast presented in collaboration with Forth.org. LBPD, don't you know? Police violence has got to go. Mm. Mm, Get it one. out of here. We yeah. don't want it. We don't yeah. want any of it. No, I'm good. I'm good. And I take think... your whole department with you. Abolish <laughs> all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let's get there. Let's get there. All right. So before we dig in, I want to give a little bit of spark notes to the story that we're about to tell. Oh, yes. So Tiger Text, now rebranded Tiger Connect, is an encrypted messaging application that has a feature that automatically deletes text after a set time period. This is the TLDR, too long, didn't read. 100% uh, the version t- of, t- of, our, yeah, the of our episode, you know. Yeah, the tilder. The tilder. Tilder yep. semicolon. <laughs> <laughs> so Tiger Text was purchased in early 2014 by the Long Beach Police Department under the leadership of then police chief. Jim McDonald. Mm. McDonald left shortly after that and was elected LA County Sheriff. Yeah. He was then replaced. And that went really well. No, it went really well. (laughs) He was then replaced by Chief Robert Luna, who oversaw the Long Beach Police Department for the majority of the time that Tiger Text was in use. He then retired from the LBPD in 2021 and was elected LA County Sheriff. The LBPD was the only law enforcement agency in the entire country that widely adopted the use of Tiger Text. So we're doing big things out here. It's a big deal. We're number one. (laughs) Users included the the chief and commanders, as well as members of the Internal Affairs Department. So the people doing all the inside investigations, yeah. right? The cops that are copping <laughs> the most. The entire saga demonstrates a severe lack of transparency and accountability from the city and police department. Mm-hmm. And it's a great illustration of how the city will do anything to protect itself from negative press and uphold the status quo of the police department instead of addressing our over-reliance on policing and surveillance. We love status quo. Dude. Mm-hmm. Never change anything. And we'll never know what was in the Tiger Text messages that were wiped. Civil rights attorneys have raised concerns about the destruction of potentially exculpatory evidence, meaning that there could have been information in those messages that could prove a person was innocent or falsely arrested. Who knows? Who knows? It could have just been memes. In recent years... <laughs> <laughs> in recent years, there have been two major scandals in which police in other California cities were found to have been exchanging racist and homophobic text messages. Mm. Now, again, we don't know what was in the deleted LBPD tiger texts, but when cops go to the length, these lengths to cover up their tracks, you gotta wonder. Yeah. Even a little bit, right? Yeah. No, I'm sure it was just fluffy, nice stuff that they were sending <laughs> each other. They're like, I love serving sending compliments and back and forth each yeah, other. Yeah, you know, you look great in the yeah. uniform. Yeah. When, when I saw your neck on that per- uh, your foot on that Ooh. person's neck... <laughs> No, no. After the use of Tiger Text was exposed by the media, community organizers called for a series of demands to address the root causes of this debacle. And the city hurried to cover its ass by performing a charade for the public where they pretended to call for accountability. And the law firm hired to investigate was very closely tied to city leadership. Mm. Ultimately, no one was ever publicly held responsible. But let's dig in and talk a little yeah. bit more about all the intricacies. We'll get of the into story. the details, the drama, the juicy, juicy uh, story. Yep, if you what you see, it was a slipping it all up. Um, so enjoy. Oh, I know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. You probably woke up this morning wondering how else are the police trying to cover up misconduct and continue terrorizing people, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, we had a big morning today for the cops. Oh, you know what? I didn't even think about that, but we totally did. Yeah. We had um, a homeless encampment of right across from like our apartment gets swept today. Mm-hmm. That was like, that was a lot to see. Honestly, it put yeah. me in like a pretty depressive funk today, yeah. this morning. The whole day. Um, okay, but I was not in 
intending to bring that up. I am really excited for today's episode because speaking of uh, police uh, misconduct and police terror, um, we're going to dig into like a really juicy story and oh, actually like a wild, wild story, especially mm. when you like in putting this research together, I was like, this is like, this is, this is made up, but it's all history. It all actually happened. Yeah. So I'm excited because we're joined today by Audrina Redmond, who is an amazing organ, I, your friend, organizer, comrade. Mm. Um, I learned so much from Audrina and like, I am so excited that she's here to join us. Audrina's with Black Lives Matter, Long Beach, BLM LBC, the BLM Grassroots, and so much else. And I think, yeah, I don't. You, you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit. Tell the people who you are. <laughs> okay, thank you, James. Um, my name is Audrina Redmond. I am co-founder of Black Lives Matter Long Beach. I am the director of political education and chapter outreach for Black Lives Matter Grassroots, which is our national arm. Uh, and I work for the California Faculty Association, where I'm the director of our anti-racism and social justice work. So I got a lot of hats, Hell yeah. very interrelated mm. hats mm. and um, joyful hats because they all jive with who I am in mm. a way. Sure, so sure. It's not problematic. I love that. Yeah. I love that. What's your favorite, one of your favorite hats to wear? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have this cornball hat that I got from the city of Long Beach. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> after I took the class on composting, oh. they gave me this cute little brown hat, and I love that hat. It's got all my sweatband across the top because I wear it when I'm <laughs> knocking around the house or going for a walk or something. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I love can. that. Okay, okay. You know, one of the things I have to say before we, like, dig into this story that I really appreciate about you, Audrina, is I think I've said it on this pod before. Like, Audrina is the person that— Especially, like, I've heard you say it before, and you've also said it to me, right, when we're talking about problems and huge challenges. You have this, like, composure to look at somebody and say, so what are you going to do about it? Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that is the question, right? Yeah. I mean, listen, I've spent my life in working uh, first in politics out of out of undergrad. Mm. I worked for the DCCC as an organizer. And, DCCC? And then, is a... The Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee. Gotcha, gotcha. And then moving to union organizing. And in both of those spaces, you hear people complaining a lot, oh, yeah. like they got problems and stuff. Yeah. So I just came to understand, look, I can't fix it all. Yeah. I can't sure. fix any of it, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Because I need you to be involved. So, like, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do about it? How yeah. can I help? Yeah. But don't dump your shit on me. Because mm. I got 99 problems. I ain't looking for more. That part. <laughs> <laughs> We're being catty about it, but right. seriously, you know, right. it takes all of us to be yeah. engaged. It totally does. And we live in such a country that's focused on the individual and making these hero stories and all that. And it's, yeah, absolutely. Collective organizing is the only way forward, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. Even just collective care. You know? Yeah. Yep. And cheese is always more fun with more people, right? <laughs> exactly. So. It's not mm. gossip if mm. you're just telling it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Adrina's here because we're going to talk about the Long Beach Police Department and a little- Fun app, topic. A super fun light, topic. Super light, super cozy. Ooh, last season, we talked about OBPD <laughs> and the way they operated a lot of illegal stings targeting gay men. That's right. In restrooms in Long Beach. Mm -hmm. um, but today, we're back. We're back, back, back again and mm. talking about a little app called Tiger 
text. Oh, goody. Uh, oh, yeah. A little big app. A little big app. A little big app. You know, and I just, before we jump in, I want to mention off the top that, like, we've talked about LBPD before. And one of the reasons we come back to this, because I think, like, when the premise of this podcast, right, is talking mm. about, like, how people with money, power, and influence are controlling the city and making decisions, but also like how like people who may not have all of those huge drivers, like are actually pushing back and actually organizing for good. Right. And I think we often acknowledge that the role police play in maintaining and protecting the status quo, you know, we're talking about how police often uh, prioritize the wealthy over the poor. And in particular, also like white identity over black and brown lives. Right. And I'll say often. It's not always. always. Thank you. Literally always. (laughs) It's also a thing of like, I don't know, even when I was a baby organizer in 2016, 2017, when we started the anti-racism and we're doing the sanctuary work movement, eventually you get to a point where the problem is the police. Yeah. You know, no matter what thing you're trying to fix in your city, that's, you're going to hit that wall eventually, which is the police, whether it's their the union endorsing politicians, whether yeah. it's uh, just straight up violence or even when we talked about our most recent episode, the Pat West episode, we talked yeah. about these areas of uh, uh, that are considered blighted a mm. lot of the and, and heavy crime. It's because they're over policed. Yeah. And then that works hands in hands with like property. Uh, well, they're over policed because capital has decided mm. that they need to be because we have to contain those people in this space before they go and infect the rest of us. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's why. They're yeah. over policed. That's such a spooky oof, yeah. way to put it. Yeah. And I think if we're going to understand how conservative politicians and ideologies shape like political will mm-hmm. and power, then and how like racism, classism, sexism, homophobia, and anti-blackness is still so like prevalent in society, we have to talk about policing and the police. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all ready to dig in? Let's, yeah. let's do it. God, okay, mentally preparing myself for <laughs> what I'm about to learn today. All right. <laughs> Way back when in early 2014. <laughs> That's not okay. that long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According it to- It is nine years dude, ago. That's almost 10 years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't feel that long ago, but <laughs> oof. Early 2014, mm-hmm. according to the city of Long Beach, the Long Beach Police Department purchases uh, access to a program called Tiger Connect, or more commonly known as Tiger Text. Mm. Tiger Text is a self-deleting messaging application designed to erase text messages after a set time period. Now, why would the police want that? Oh, I'm curious, <laughs> right? Mm, uh, so once the messages have been deleted, like erased automatically, they yeah. can't be retrieved. Okay. Like even through forensic analysis on the phone, you can scratch like the metadata basically saying a message was sent from this person to this person but you cannot access the content of those messages even afterwards damn so and it's important to keep in mind that tiger text wasn't like invented for the police tiger text is marketed as an app that is hipaa compliant or like for healthcare institutions so it's for medical professionals to use when communicating about like sensitive patient information (laughs) and health information my head went straight to like people who are cheating on their spouses (laughs) 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 i was like oh hip yeah, no, 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 that makes sense. That makes sense. Don't give people ideas. What are you doing? What's the science test that? Well, Don't give people yeah. ideas. And just for everyone else, like, where do you get it? Where is it? <laughs> So use of this of the Tiger Text app began with over a hundred police personnel using the app, with iPhones that were already preloaded with the app being sent to select personnel in the police department in July and August of 2014. Oh, bro. Yeah. 
So before we go on, I want to briefly explain who has the power to approve city purchases. Purchase-i. Purchase-i, yes. Purchases. Purchases. That'll be important for later, right? Mm -hmm. So so what's important to know for this episode is that the higher the price of a purchaser contract through the city, the more people have to sign off on it, right? So what that means is that anything up to $100,000 simply requires city manager approval. But purchases between $100,000 and $200,000 can be approved with the city manager's signature if there's a competitive bidding process. And we love a good competition. Mm. So anything that has to go before the city and anything over that has to go before the city council for a vote. So that means that the $10,000 subscription for Tiger Text that was charged to the LBPD didn't trigger any of these thresholds and only needed to be signed off by the chief of police. Mm, this, so will, this will make sense. It'll, it'll make sense. Yeah, it'll yeah. come together, right? Yeah. The city charter, which is the document that we've talked about in the past that like lays out all the rules for the city, right? Yeah. Allows the city council to increase these thresholds when a state of emergency is declared. So that happened during the pandemic, when COVID-19 mm. came, when the city declared an emergency due to homelessness earlier this year and gave the city manager the power to approve purchases of up to a million dollars without the transparency of that city council. So keep all that in mind. It all is important and you'll find out why in a little bit. Yeah. And enjoy the show. I mean, so they were, people were just being handed this phone, yeah. you know, with the app already uploaded. It was very intentional. Very it intentional. It wasn't a whoopsie. I slipped and found the app that does right, this. Right, yeah. right. And, you know, in specific, it's, um, we'll talk a little bit about this more, but it's not just like random. It's like lieutenants, like people mm. in the chief's office, like high-ranking mm. officials being given phones, department-issued phones with this app. Mm. Um you know, and just to give you an idea, uh, there's an invoice um, from 2016 that was uh, released through a public record that shows the city of Long Beach spends around $10,000 each year on this text messaging platform, right? So Girl, it's not what? like the biggest chunk of change in terms of, go- like $10,000 seems like a lot to us. Yeah, sure. How it- much is a text is it like a subscription? <laughs> yeah, so they have to pay for it every year. Yeah, it's like oh. a license. It's, yeah. It's like an app. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, just like a that's texting a lot app. That deletes all your incriminating evidence. Yeah. You dude. know, you know. So it's also important to point out that there is no actual like city manager review or approval on this because this is all within the department's like purchasing power because it's such a low dollar threshold, oh. right? Low dollar in yeah, in, in, in portion. When you give them all the dollars, anything's low dollar, <laughs> right? And and also like not just the city manager, like the city attorney also wasn't consulted um, oh. because. Then the police department's view, the technology was viewed as replacing similar technology than uh, what they had on their Blackberries yeah, before. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, I it, that just stinks. All of it, this just stinks. Yeah. This smells mm. like intentional hiding the ball. This, 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 well, not smells like that's what it was. It was intentional hiding the ball. And this is another one of those examples where they cannot honestly tell you that they didn't know what they were doing. Right. Yeah, there's no right. Way. 100%. You know, no they knew what they were doing and they didn't want anybody else to know. Yeah. And it makes you wonder if the Long Beach Police Department, you don't have to wonder. We know yeah. <laughs> you know, they're had, pro- this is a, just what we caught. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. They, they have, they do have, they have a history, they have a history of this. And they they have a they have a history of abusing their power of killing mm-hmm. people. I learned when I first moved to Long Beach. One of the things people told me was, "Beware the Long Beach Police Department." Mm. You know, they don't they don't they don't chase you. They shoot you. Mm. 
Uh, and 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 they're not your friends. And I was like, who needs to tell me that police were my friends? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Explaining it for you. Yeah. Oh, man. And I mean, you know, I mean, I think just to like really sit on like why this is bad in case, you know, like just to extrapolate a little further. I think right? well, the, the other thing I want to think about is like there's so much shit that the city manager is like, yeah, thumbs up. Go for it. You know, <laughs> that the fact that they were like, oh, we can't show him. That's how bad this is. We can't. Yeah. Let's not. Right? You know. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's what uh, it makes you think about, right? And, but this was under a previous city manager. Mm. Pat West. Pat, Pat West, West. Mm-hmm. who I'll note was in office, what, 20 years? He was the city manager for 12 years. Yeah, right. And so that was a long time for someone to be in place and in power. And we know how powerful the city manager is in this city, right? We yeah. know how much our city council leans to the city manager and the people in his office to validate Yeah. Or rather to just tell them what the hell they're doing because, mm-hmm. you know, you'd be surprised how many of them really have no idea how things really work. So, I mean, not only we'll get into like what the app was like actually used for, but, um, you know, we just want to give some context too about like why there's just the, why even just the potential of having this app is a bad idea for the Long Beach Police Department. Mm. So um, at the time, right, you, this, this started in 2014. So um, according to the research group Mapping Police Violence, in 2015 alone, the Long Beach Police Department ranked fifth in the nation for officer-involved shootings per capita. Like this is a department, which we all know, right? This yeah. is, has serious problems with police violence and police killings specifically, right? Yeah. Um, you know, there have been a number of civil rights lawsuits that have resulted in the city of Long Beach paying out tens of millions of dollars to the families of those who were killed by the ha- at the hands of the police, right? right. Um, and it's just like you, you open up this huge window and huge liability for all of this sensitive information you think about, all the investigations that have to happen. Mm-hmm. And if there's no evidence of these from these police officers, then what kind of result do you think you're going to get in terms of any kind of justice, in terms of any kind of um, follow-up and investigation, right? It's disgusting. And it's just so they can coordinate the le- – like, from a layman's perspective, from, from someone who read the Al Jazeera art- article that came out, like, what, five years ago now or something like that? Yeah. That it just seems like it's for destroying evidence. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. that's that's what it seems like. That's, right. There's, they're not sending memes to each other. Like, they're not. Like, there's no- <laughs> well, I, but I wouldn't say that they're not sending memes because we don't mm. know what was on there, right? Mm. What we do know is that there have been a number of cases of police departments that have been discovered to have been texting with each other yeah. using racist tropes. Yeah. And, that's you know, true. Making plans to, to do things to people. So we don't know yeah. what was on there. Like, yeah, this, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. I also just want to point out that, like, there's been, I mean, in the past 10 years alone, there's been a, a very colorful cast of characters in the Long Beach Police Department. Oh <laughs> That's one way to put it. Right? questionable, <laughs> not just, like, approaches, but also just, like, ethics, you know? Like, I think I've talked about it on this pod before, but, like, <laughs> shout out to uh, Check LBPD uh, for post-scrubbing. They actually went through and scrubbed all the metadata what? from Tiger Text to look at who was receiving messages. And they found that the record for most messages sent on Tiger Text was, at the time, from Deputy Chief of Investigations at the Long Beach Police Department, David Hendricks. David Hendricks is really interesting because he was in the department for uh, a hot minute and eventually became... Uh, left the department to become the police chief of uh, the city of Fullerton's police department. Mm-hmm. So, but he, uh, his tenure as Fullerton PD chief was really short-lived because he was arrested while off-duty after he and another officer drunkenly assaulted two paramedics at a Lady Antebellum concert. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was eventually charged with two counts of battery on emergency workers and one count of resisting arrest. Yeah. And then he later pled guilty to disturbing the peace, and all he had he had to do was pay a $500 fine. Of course. Okay, if that were you. Oh. Or if that were me. Different uh, story. Yeah. Totally different story. Yeah. Right. We'd yeah. still be in jail. <laughs> Oh you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. who knows what would have happened at I'd the be Lady Antebellum concert. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Jesus. Yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. The fair skin. I'll take the heat. I'll do, yeah, give me. <laughs> so let's talk about like how this actually all came about, right? So this goes on unbeknownst to the public for four years. Oof. It's not until 2018 when current and former police officers from the Long Beach Police Department decide to finally come forward to journalists with the Beachcomber, which is a local publication, mm. and Al Jazeera about Tiger Text. Yeah. So in September 2018, this like bombshell article goes viral, like literally across the nation. I, yeah. I remember when it came out. It was no. like all over the news. I mean, if Al Jazeera is covering it, that's when I was like, oh, this is yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So Al Jazeera publishes their investigative report and just shit hits the fan. So in the article, the current and former officers detail how the Tiger Text app was used to share details of not just police operations, but also like sensitive personnel issues, mm. including officer involved shootings and high profile police killings of civilians. Okay. So how did they figure out that in it was using those contexts? Did they match up like the time or something? Or? They were the ones like involved in those messages. Oh, okay. They were the off they were like they so are whenever current it was, former officers. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. So we don't have the transcript of the messages, we right? We don't. Right. Just okay. their word Just, of like, you know, they came forward anonymously, like oh. they're not, you know, because of their positions. Gotcha. In the article and in the investigation that Al Jazeera did, two of the officers claimed that they were also instructed specifically by their superiors to use the app to quote Quote, have conversations with other officers that wouldn't be discoverable, end quote. Um, and so clear, just to be clear, by superiors, we're talking about like lieutenants, command staff, and yeah. the police chief's office yeah. and his staff. Yeah. So like these are not just like, hey, for like shits and giggles, like this is coming directly from the top. Yeah. Of, like if you want, a, if there's a conversation that we don't want people to know about, use Tiger Text. So there were whistleblowers within the police department? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they said, um, the police officers also said that they understood this to include, like, exculpatory evidence that would potentially be helpful to attorneys in both civil and criminal proceedings against the department. Mm. So, um, and specifically, just to give you, like, even more concrete here, right, <sighs> one of the police officers told Al Jazeera that while he was working within the department, he witnessed Tiger Text being used during an investigation into the police shooting of Jason Conocenti in the Alameda Beach neighborhood in mm. 2014. Mm. So, you know, as if you imagine, like, as immediately when there's a police-involved shooting and a police killing, right, there's a lot of conversation amongst a lot of people. Um, I mean, just even in my experience, like, city council members get involved, right? Like, they're aware and in conversations yeah. with the police chief, right? Yeah. Was and, that that shooting? I don't know if you can give context for that shooting. Like, what do you... What happened? Jason Cutterson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there any context for that? Um, was he, it was a dude parked at the beach, mm. uh, you know, having a moment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Having a moment. And mm. people call the cops on him. And, you know, like people when they're in a moment, this is why we need mental health professionals, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. He didn't obey, quote, mm. unquote. He didn't obey direction. He kept going. And they shot him. Jeez. And they killed him. Mm -hmm. uh, and eventually, the city ended up paying out millions of dollars to his family, which is exactly what, what I think this tiger texting was designed to prevent. Not only mm. totally holding them accountable in any way, because um, 
there's no it, they minimize the evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think specifically to that like at the the officers involved in the shooting were eventually cleared of any wrongdoing even af- after That's prosecutors right. found insufficient evidence to bring charges. That's right. So this is evidence killing. Yeah. And, and I want to say something about the discovery of this in September 2018 because Tiger Text, you know, it, this information hit me in a particular way and it hit many organizers in a particular way and it hit the family of Frederick Taft especially hard in the heart because mm. Fred was murdered at Pan American Park on July of 2018. Mm. This information came out September of 2018. Mm-hmm. That family was reeling, not only from the fact that their loved one was murdered by, we believe, a white supremacists in that park, but that the way they were treated by the Long Beach Police Department. They didn't secure the scene, people walking all over the place, people even going into the restroom, the cops standing around on their phones, text messaging. So, yeah. of course, the family is left going, well, what are you text messaging? Who knows what they're saying? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And if we have something like this, there's no evidence of right. what they were texting, who right. they were talking to, what they were deciding. Well, you know, there's a theory that the guy could have been a retired officer. A Literally. Of, a lot of retired officers live in that community, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there are threats to black and brown people who use that park God. in the community. So, yeah. you know, this, 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 the discovery of this information, the breaking of this news just, just was like another, it was like a real kick to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They'd already felt unhelped and yeah. abused Maligned. by yeah, the police yeah. department. Yeah. No, because it's not just evidence at that point. It's it could have been name calling. It could have been like all of that. Who knows? Like what racist shit they were sharing to each other. Exactly. Like, yeah. And it, it wilds me out too because like I go to a lot of community meetings and like you know just in my kind of like organizing world and every time there's a police officer there like the the folks who are like the neighborhood detail right where it's like our ability or our role is to build relationships and no, I, don't, I don't know why we feel like we need to build relationships with an entity an organization <laughs> yes. that's not there for the people yes. it was never oh, developed for the people where do we get this that crazy part. notion no. that those people are th- that just we have can... a barbecue with them yeah. come on just have a barbecue <laughs> <laughs> that's like, all you need is share a hot dog or I a think Pepsi. what we really Need is a coffee cup with a coffee. Yeah, right? coffee you know? with a cup. <laughs> no, or how about how about we go play basketball? Yeah, with let's them play basketball. I have the video yeah, go viral. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. And and when and while they're surveilling our children and IDing our children for future harassment literally, purposes. Yeah, literally. Do you remember? Oh my god, this is like <laughs> now, now I'm going. Do you remember the why'd you stop me program? In the city? No, mm. I don't I don't remember this. So there is this it. program. I don't think it's around anymore. There's this program called the Why'd You Stop Me? Or why is that the cops? What is made? it? W-Y-S-M for short. Okay. Um, it was a collaboration between um, a community group and Long Beach Police Department um, where they would go to schools and do I, I don't even want to hear the rest. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't even want to hear the rest because I'm already, I'm, I'm smelling I, the, the oh, oh, yeah, oh, smell the bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. The bacon. The, oh, yeah, man. the whole point point was to like you know teach young people how to like interact with the police to risk. right but that's putting that's putting the yes. onus back on these kids who are just kids who God. just live in the community and, and criminalizing oh them already the, the part that oh. like made me like, hey when this happens <laughs> yeah. here's, here's what's coming no it's like it y'all sounds- Yasa Masa, oh what my you say God. So? It that's, sounds, that's what, that's what yeah. it is. It sounds like a Key and Peele sketch. Like, you think they'd come in there well, and just Well, speaking like, of, the worst part, the part that really 
got me going was uh, that like when the people who were running the program became like started touring like to Washington DC and other cities as like a oh. model. Oh, they and took I was it like, out. Oh hell no. Oh, they, yeah. Oh, like they we took that on the road. This <laughs> is not like, like, we should be in the news. <laughs> yeah, let's take <laughs> I mean, this I'm on the tour. I'm telling you, think about the, the think about the narratives involved in creating a program like that. Oh yeah. Think oh, about God. how the people who said, "Oh, this is a great idea," to the people who created this thing, uh, where are they coming from? They're coming from a racist. They're starting from a place mm. of race because yeah. they're not doing that in white communities. No. Nope. They're oh, yeah. doing it right. in black and brown communities. Mm-hmm. Well, and so my original point that I brought it before I went on this tangent was we always go on so many tangents. That's was okay. That's you know, case, these mate. police officers yeah. come <laughs> they come to these community meetings. They're just like, "We need people to try us right, like we need. That's what we need is, and that's and, the issue. And yeah. people like us. I've been told this, like people like me, me people they you point know, at you. Like, yeah, like I'm the one breaking their trust. So like, mm. bruh, like you're the one using a self-deleting texting yeah. app. Like what? Trust issues. Oh, As they tear up our pavement trust. with their tanks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, they haven't. People. They haven't earned any trust. Yeah, yeah. they haven't earned any trust. Uh, the only trust they have is we give it to them. Yeah, mm. and we give it to them because we love a person in uniform. Mm. We give it to them because we love someone who shows up and seems to be in a position of power. Yeah, we give it to them because as Americans we have a fascination with the gun. Mm. We do. We we give it to them. Us be- Americans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean that's 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 what we do. We give it to them because, and I'll say this about the African American community: mm. we give it to them because, though we know the police are not on our side, mm. there is a history of being a public servant, meaning have a government job of whatever kind, as a way to move into the middle class, mm. as a way to prove that you are worthy of citizenship. So mm. one of the things that the black community advocated for way back in the day was we want black police officers in our communities, yeah. right? Yeah. Because they were thinking everybody's red line. We're all basically living in the same communities. This right. will be a way to lift lift up some boats because we mm. have someone with a good paying, solid government job mm. living in the community, mm. right? Seems simple. It's an ideal, sure. right? Sure. Mm-hmm. However, those folks are then inculturated into a into another color, right. and that color is blue. Mm. And that color blue says, I have authority over you. I can do whatever I want over here because you black people, nobody gives a pooty stank about what happens to you in this community anyway. Mm. So now I get to run roughshod over here. I am the other gang. Yeah. But I have the govern I have the I have the backing of real authority behind me, right? I'm not a street gang. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so the communities where, where you know policed in the same way or similarly uh by black cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Right? I mean, Tyree Nichols, bringing it current, was Mm. murdered by black cops. Yeah, yeah. It's baked in to the whole system. Yeah, it's baked into that system. But but I understand the history of that as a way, the uh, the notion of it as a way to elevate community, as a way to try and thinking to relieve the horror of being policed by Mm. white folks. I understand that. But when folks buy into that system yeah. and mm. feel empowered by this notion of authority, mm-hmm. yeah. people abuse authority, right? Oh, yeah. Which mm-hmm. is why we are always talking right. about hold, how do we hold people accountable? Yeah. How do yeah. we hold them accountable? What are the yeah. what's the penalty for doing wrong? And so often we all right. know right. there is none. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it, and it reminds you a lot too about like class. As soon as yes. people transcend class, then it's like bye, right? Well, then like, there's we, that, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. 
Um, so obviously, you know, this, uh, this going back to our story, so the article drops, right? Huge outpour. Oh, I also do want to say Al Jazeera approached the Long Beach Police Department and they were officially quoted saying, we use the Tiger Text application to, quote, to communicate confidential crime scene information, victim information, and personal matters between department management personnel, as well as employees and specialized details. That's all. That's cool. all. Just yeah. all of that. Chill stuff, you know. Yeah. Just, just you know, normal stuff. Boring stuff. Y'all don't want to know about you it. Don't, don't worry you don't about it. it. You don't know. As about if it. we don't. <laughs> I mean, first of all, let's listen to the first To communicate confidential crime scene information. That's so Well, broad. if it gets deleted in the text message, how does it help yeah. us to understand yeah. what yeah. happened in those crime scenes? Yeah. How does it help victims and their families understand what happened Literally. in those situations? Literally. You no, know. we're just shredding these papers, okay? That's all it is. <laughs> we're just shredding them. Well, well, look, I don't want to bring in another issue, but I don't know if you— well, Maybe I won't. You maybe bring, it, bring it, so, bring it, bring it. But the other thing is the importance of police records, right? Yeah. Um, be, be it this tiger texting records or the old school things that you can put into a shredder or mm. put into a fire and watch mm. it go up in smoke, right? That—, that those records also tell a tale about a city. They tell a tale about the city's socioeconomic, political, racial construction. They tell a story. And if we don't have that, right. then we're missing some valuable information. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which I leave it off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I so, get so irritated with all I know, this stuff. Yeah, I know. So... Um, going back to, you know, the, what are we going to do about it? Um, there was a lot of, there was a lot of public outrage about, um, the news that had come out about Tiger Text. You know, the practice prompted a lot of public outcry and warnings from the, uh, ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, that the automatic deletion of messages was illegal and may have compromised hundreds of criminal and civil cases. And really, that's actually how, um, at the time, Black Lives Matter, LBC, uh, the Democratic Socialists of America, Long Beach chapter, Stop LAPD Spying, and um, Surge, which is um, showing up for racial justice, came mm-hmm. together uh, to organize in September 2018. And I remember, like, our meetings back in a little tiny conference room. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, I appreciate that you lifted up Fred Taft earlier, too, because even some of his family had joined in those conversations. And I think it was a really powerful moment, even though we didn't know at the time of, like, what the hell do we do? Mm. But just to, like, have people in the room who were, like, willing to actually do something and organize, and also people directly impacted by this violence that PD was was leading, right? So all of these groups came together, like I mentioned, and in our strategizing, we came up with seven community demands, right, that were informed by people who were, like, passionate and wanting to get involved, like, people who were directly impacted, And the seven demands were, the first was uh, the firing of city manager Pat West immediately. Oh, we yeah. just did a whole episode about Pat West, yeah. right? This is the city I manager. I take it that didn't happen. <laughs> did not happen. Well, we'll get there, but, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. firing of the yeah, city yeah. manager, right? Because, like, accountability. This is sure. the city where this, this shit is popping off. Yeah. Like, you have to be held accountable for this, yeah. right? In addition, the second demand was the firing of police chief Robert Luna, who mm-hmm. was the police chief at the time, right? Because, again, knew all of this was going on for four years, right? Mm-hmm. These directions were coming directly from his staff, right? right? His command staff, his lieutenants, his deputy. Yeah. Chiefs, everyone. Um, the third was obviously the end of LBPD's use of tiger text and anything else that self-deletes or violates public record laws, mm. right? Which is like, okay, a no- come on, a non-starter here, right? Yeah. 
the fourth and I think broader, which really speaks to like the vision that we had was the divestment from the police department and reinvesting those dollars into like community experts and professionals who could actually provide real community safety and health needs, right? Mm. You know, and this includes like a lot of people don't talk about um, how uh, the Long Beach Police Department also, or the Long Beach Unified School District pays the Long Beach Police Department for so-called like school resource officers, right? Mm. So like we think about the police, like it's deeply intertwined within even our public education system, right? And the more that we fund and throw money into the police department, that's money taken away from things like community-based mental health programs, you know, uh, solutions to the housing crisis, right? Ways that we could actually effectively address homelessness instead of just sending police cars out there, right? So the whole idea was like, let's move money away from clearly a department that cannot responsibly handle funds and have public trust and put it into things that actually keep the community safe. Yeah, 10 grand on an app is a bad deal. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there. I'm like, an app's I, like $9.99. Yeah, I'm like, oh, hell no. I'll see like a $5.99 subscription. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm good. But with 10 grand, think about the damage that 10 grand did. Yeah. Right? yeah. The fifth demand was the initiation of a true, open, and independent investigation um, with no tie to the police department to actually investigate, like, the hell is going on, what decisions were made, who should be held responsible, right? Um, Our sixth demand was the reopening of all cases since 2014 um, that involved police killings, right? Because, like— what else do we not know, right? Like, clearly, there's been a huge violation. And at the time, there were even public defenders who had, like, litigated um, against the police department who was, you know, saying that, like, look, this, like, changes mm. the game for, like, mm. so many potential cases. You have to open that shit up again. Yeah. Like, who knows what was said? And the last and final one was just, like, we wanted funding for all legal costs for reopening these cases and any, you know, resulting damages to, like, give justice to the families, right? Mm. Like, you, you, there is no... Justice cannot bring their loved ones back, right? No. But, like, you know, we we want to give some closure. And, like, financial resources do that for and, and help that's, in one step, it's right? It's kind of – that's what we have with yeah. this system that we have right now. So in October 2018, a month after this article comes out um, – are these groups, we called ourselves the Stop uh, LBPD um, uh, Coalition at the mm, time, mm. organized a press conference because that's what we do, nice. baby. <laughs> organized a press conference before a special city council meeting that the um, city council was conveniently having to actually review uh, the city manager, Pat West, at the time. Oh, okay. So every year, the city council actually reviews the city manager to yeah. give a performance review and then basically decide, like, are we keeping your contract or what are we? kind of decision that we make in here. Mm. And lo and behold, it was the perfect time for us to mobilize people and send a clear message, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you remember that press conference? I do. <laughs> I do. I remember we rolled up and there was already like four police cars outside, like <sighs> rolled up into the City Hall Civic Center like plaza. They love to do that. Yeah, I mean, it was They love even... to send like nine cars for one thing. And if you're wondering like, was it a street? No, it's just the plaza. They just rolled up there, right? <laughs> and it's like, well, we're still going to do our thing and I guess y'all can Stand watch around looking at yeah. <laughs> like, 
You have nothing better to Don't do. You, shouldn't you be protecting and serving yeah. since that's what the side of your car says? Don't you have a street vendor to harass or something? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, one or of my a black f- bicyclist because that's who gets harassed a lot. For real, for oh, real. God. Yeah. We're a bike-friendly city except asterisk. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, there's uh, Al Jazeera actually came to the press conference and put uh, a really good clip together um, that uh, we'll play a clip from right now. We wanted to keep our communications private on certain issues, especially on officer-involved shootings or murder cases. I was told that Tiger Text was to be used to have conversations with other officers that wouldn't be discoverable. LBPD has a history of abuse. I'm afraid that they use an app like Tiger Text to communicate about how they want to cover up their dirt, their abuse, their murders, their mishandling, their disregard of community to keep each other's back. The leading evidence of Tiger Text. What old Chief Luna think of next? Dante Jordan. Dante Jordan! Hector Morejon. Hector Morejon. The discovery of Tiger Text is a symptom of a larger disease. Um, for us, that disease is the Long Beach Police Department. We don't any longer want our money being abused in the way that it has been by LBPD. Child looks like such babies. I know. (laughs) We're babies. This is pre-pandemic, you know. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite, I remember, uh, it's in the video too, if you watch it, there's a sign that one of our members made that said, um, lying by purposefully deleting LBPD. (laughs) Very cute, very cute. It was great. It was great. We love a cute sign. Yeah, we love it. We love it. So, of course, you know, the press conference uh, drew media. It drew Ooh. attention to what was going on. Um, you know, unfortunately, I mean, this is the the long game with organizing, right? Yeah. Pat, what happened? Pat West got his review, mm-hmm. extended his contract, right? Yeah. Like, we didn't see that. What we did see... Um, from the city was that the city, in response to all of this, immediately suspended use of the app. Um, and that's they, what they said. That's what they said. Mm. They also commissioned an outs- they what they quote an outside independent review led by a former prosecutor named Gary Shans, who specializes in public integrity issues for the law firm Best Best and Krieger. Um, and just to give a little context, why we were like really like independent on our Come on with it. <laughs> Long Beach had previously hired Best Best and Krieger to litigate on behalf of the city, including a recent fight over, with activists over ballot language. So this firm had a history of taking on quote independent cases and then siding with the city to be like, yep, look, we did our independent review and y'all are good. Oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how it goes. You should be suspicious yeah. of anybody that they hire because they're not going to hire anyone who's likely to go against yeah. them. Right. right. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a PR thing almost. Right. Of just like, we'll hire, we'll say we're doing this. Yeah. Right? Because this is- for the five seconds that any given person might read this in the news mm. or see a blip about it, they'll feel some kind of comfort by say, by hearing that, oh, there's an independent investigation mm. by this law firm. And what a great name. Best, best and Krieger. <laughs> wow. You know, yeah. it's like they must be the best. <laughs> yeah. So then while this independent, this, uh, this in- independent review, quote unquote, is going yeah. on, right? All these rumors start flying about a cover up, right? So, because of course, right? And like, you, you mean also a cover have to up think, from like the, 
From the police department. Gotcha. Right. And so, like, clearly, okay, the city's response is, we're not going to use the app anymore, and we're going to bring in this independent review with the firm that has, like, we're basically in bed with, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. well, what what trust do you have in the process, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, some sources start coming forward to the Beachcomber, which is one of the newspapers that was covering um, some of the Tiger Tech scandal through uh, one of their contributing writers, Stephen Downing, who himself mm. is a uh, retired LBPD or a retired police officer, oh. um, and has now like his his mission is exposing corruption in the police department. Oh wow! So he was actually like really like writing a lot and does a lot to expose um, like police violence, corruption, specifically in the Long Beach Police Department. Wow. So, um, so sources come forward to the beachcomber that this quote unquote review was in fact not a review, but rather a high level staff meeting designed to further legitimize use of the instant messaging platform by the police department. And then to discuss the legal rationales that would actually allow the police department to escape any administrative or criminal yeah. responsibility for using, um, the, to using the tiger text yeah. app. What loophole can we come up with? What, how can we spin this basically? So, well, the city doesn't want to be liable okay everything comes back Mm. to the money right follow the money yeah so if they say yes this is terrible no we should not have been doing it then that validates complaints that Mm. people have that ups the dollar amount that folks might be awarded right yeah Yeah. if you just teach everybody how to avoid consequences literally and accountability (laughs) yeah Yeah, so this source goes on to tell the beachcomber, quote, they are really circling the wagons, trying to figure out a way to get around criminal or administrative responsibility. They came up with the idea that no one could prove that any evidence was destroyed because there is nothing that they, (laughs) (laughs) could find to prove that was destroyed because the app took it out. The app destroyed everything, right? You can't can't tell I shredded all these papers because I shredded all these papers. Right, he literally (laughs) said, they say they they can't prove we violated any laws, right? Mm. And so this was the whole level this is the he's he's saying that this was the purpose of this high level staff meeting to say like look well well I can't prove that we did it and so then we're gonna be good and I will have to say like I think the fact that like there's so many people in the police department and in government who are coming forward yeah. anonymously to like yeah. say like look this shit is not good that even in the, media, the police department that even yeah, in God. like that gives you a clue of what was going on in and, the police department, right? It must have been particularly egregious. Like yeah. there must have been some extra shit because cops normally they're united front. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I know you said earlier, like or we mentioned some comment movies about city council. Like you have to have a conscience. The, yeah. But like, you know, I'm like, okay, it's effed up enough that people are coming out. I'm like, this is not okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Like this is not good. So the uh, come December 2018, right, this, quote, independent review comes out and they release their findings, Best Best and Krieger, and says that the review determined that the department's use of Tiger text, are you ready for this? Okay, all right, let's Falls see. within state records law and was purchased and used in compliance with city policy. Oh, cool, good. Yeah, so they che- uh, yeah, yeah, we did it. Hey, we checked ourselves and it turns out we didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> That's about Friends it. Out, yeah. That's All right. about it. Yeah. All right, wrap this up, boys. Yeah. Let's go home. Everybody, gold stars for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So I don't know what you guys are mad about. (laughs) (laughs) So the report included several recommendations for best practices if the city wanted to continue using Tiger Text, right? (laughs) Including like making specific policies and reviewing their expiration dates and retention records and things like that. So in response, because, oh, you know, well, even though they're telling us that we could do it, we're, you know, we're we're learning our lesson. So Chief Luna uh, goes on record and says that he will suspend use until he reads all the recommendations, (laughs) which I was like, okay, why don't you read the recommendations before you talk to the media? But I digress, whatever. (laughs) So uh, we're not sure if he's actually read all the recommendations yet to this day. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Well, he's moved on now, and I'm sure Who they're knows? doing it. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, city manager Pat West goes on record and says, "Quote: In the interest of public trust, we will take additional steps to update policies related to instant messaging for all employees and provide additional resources for the department to, for a professional standards position focused on best practices." Girl, what? <laughs> Like, what is that even anything? Like, <laughs> that is like the question. <laughs> we will review the heretofore uh, adjustment series of the rules and regist- uh, regulations so that we don't, yeah. I don't, and then the, 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 the Long Beach loves a committee to, yeah. to study the committee to determine oh, yeah. the outcome of oh, uh, here, outlast yeah. our attention yeah. span and the urgency Lord. of what we need. They just, mm. I'm going to use the word, I know it's a big word, afus. They just mm, and they and they yeah, hide the ball, the word. you know. They make everything really opaque, re, really dark, really like can't see through the filter of what all this crapola is. Yeah, you know, yeah. while they continue doing what they're doing, which is exactly what yeah. there's this all of this was saying. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna look at it. Yeah, bird, like we bird. didn't know what we were doing. That's why we didn't tell anybody. Yeah, literally, the the last person to fall out of the clown car is uh, <laughs> then City Attorney Charles Parkin, who goes on record saying. Mm. Uh, Oh, if I knew about that, I would never recommend the use of the app that any app that self deletes records. And why would he say that? Okay, okay. <laughs> because that dude has to run for office. Yeah, That's why yeah. he would say that. It's not because okay. he didn't believe it. And they probably didn't tell That's him a about really it. Good point. I mean, yeah. come on, seriously. Yeah. They probably didn't tell him about it. Right. So he could say, I didn't know yeah, anything yeah, yeah. about it because yeah. I got to get elected. Yeah. Literally. I, I think it's also tell, like, so he's like, yeah, I never would have recommended that. But now that we're using it, it's fine. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do about it? You're like, exactly. well, it's here. Yeah. So, you oh know. my god. <laughs> so, yeah, cool. that's cool, cool, cool stuff. So, as that we know, I mean, to to the much that we know, unless you know we're going out here and doing more public records act requests, the department has ceased use of the app, or at least again to that we know, right? And yeah, I think that's, but we gotta know we we don't know what we're asking for. We, we don't, don't know the name of the thing that they're using now. Yeah, and we don't yeah. know what we don't know. Yeah, they got right. text too. Right, they got Telegram. Who knows what they got? <laughs> yeah, some other thing. You know? Telecop. Yeah, yeah Telecop. <laughs> yeah, Telecop. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Don't Telecop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Jesus. just so. Yeah, they're like, we didn't do anything wrong, but we'll stop using it since you're so mad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we kind of mentioned this now, too. Like, you know, this was, you know, so even though this kind of like faded out and, you know, unfortunately, you know, I think it's left a lot of people's memories, too. As yeah. like, you know, these this study concluded and whatnot. And it's just there's a new bad thing yeah. that comes out from the LBPD every year. Yeah. Right? Police like, Chief yeah. Robert Luna retired in December 2021 mm-hmm. uh, from the police department, but not for long because he eventually ran for Los Angeles County Sheriff and actually was elected in November 2022. Yeah, he retired to run. He right. retired to run. 
run. Mm-hmm. So he replaced um, Alex Villanueva, who was the the previous LA County Sheriff, and now uh, Robert Luna, the one who greenlit all of Tiger Text, is now running the County Sheriff's Department. Oh boy, here and we go! <laughs> one of the worst jail systems in the entire country. That's right. Yeah, on yeah. the planet, let's say yeah. for real, for real, for real. Yeah. Yeah. Gang ridden, gang ridden. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've also since then seen in Long Beach, we've had for a number of years a Citizens Police Complaint Commission. And, yeah. you know, this not just in response to Tiger Text, but now also. This, the Citizens Police Complaint Commission, they have hiring and firing power, right? That's cute. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's cute. Wait, but they can, they, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can. They can give cops a slap on the wrist, right? <laughs> Are they allowed to say anything bad about cops at all? Oh, no. <laughs> oh. No. If you go, ever go, went go, to go, those go. meetings, it's very tightly controlled. Ugh. And those poor folks, some of them don't have no idea what's even going on. Yeah. So, so in a nutshell, the way the the, C, the Citizens Police Complaint Commission, or CPCC for short, mm-hmm, worked mm-hmm. is that somebody has to actually file a complaint through this like official procedure about oh. a police officer. The commission will investigate, you know, which could take you know, months to years. What are they actually... Let me picture them investigating. Hey, cops, did you do anything wrong? Did you? (laughs) No. No? Oh, okay, good, good, Yeah, they get a PowerPoint (laughs) given to them by someone from the city manager's office, Mm -hmm. sort of telling them what happened and then giving them this very narrow parameter of what they're being asked yeah. for. God. And a the PowerPoint. So this just to is be clear, a gun. Or, this is or a just bullet. a conversation. You know? uh, uh, hold on. I hope you're sitting down because it gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. So the commission can hear a case and mm. then make a decision about like, here's what what should happen. It's a recommendation. So the recommendation goes to the yeah. city manager. The city manager could actually do it, but most of the time he don't do shit. Yeah. Okay. Because there's no actual there's authority no or power. There's no incentive for me to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're so buddy-buddy with the Why cops Why would I anyway? actually do this and admit that our police department is bad? Yeah. And this is one of those reasons why I say our city manager has too much dang on power. Hell yeah. And he's not elected, so you can't boot him out, right? Yeah. We have to go through the electeds to boot him out. And they're also like deer in the headlights because this guy controls the information. Yeah. Yeah. He does the work that they don't want to do. Well, that's the other part. Yeah, like, well, that's his, that's their job, yeah, right? Yeah. But then it also means that he can spoon feed whatever information he wants. Exactly. Yep. Slurp, slurp. You know? <laughs> slurp, <It's> so <laughs> Don't just breeze so, past that. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god! What they slurped that shit up? <laughs> it's true. I guess. Yeah. It's sure. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so. Uh, j- <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. So the CPCC actually was reformed in November 2022 to mm. a um, by the voters of Long Beach to a Citizens Police Oversight Commission. Which I could not support. It's it's honestly I, I couldn't honestly, support that. Not that much better. It, mm. No, it's not. Yeah, it, it's not. It sounds better. It makes us feel like we're doing something. But we love things that sound good it, here. It Long doesn't. Beach, it, it, it doesn't leave anybody with any real power. Yeah, still. No. If they can't fire, if you it's 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 if you don't have higher and firepower. Literally. Yeah. Literally. If you can't fire a cop, then what the fuck is the point? And yeah. if the police are involved. Yeah. yeah. They're never going to give anybody yeah. They're on not going to punish themselves. Yeah. I'll also point out, and I forgot to mention this up top too, that even though uh, Robert Luna retired as the police chief to run for office for LA County Sheriff, mm-hmm. the police chief who came in afterwards, of course, the city conducted a national search, right? And we looked everywhere. We looked, and we, looked, we found we someone from right and, here yeah. in-house. <laughs> <laughs> 
police chief Wally Hebish, who's the the new police chief. Wally Hebish. Wally Hebish. I gotta figure out my thing I'm gonna yell next time we protest. Wally Hebish, <laughs> you are a bitch. No, that's I hate good. to break this to you, but he's also bald, so no! like throw a bald representation uh, under the bus here. But yeah, but how round is his head, okay? That's because question. that's it's the one. round. That's, <laughs> that's the one thing I had going for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll, I'll point out that with that Wally Hebish went before he was chief. Fred Taft, also very connected to this case because he led the community discussion after Fred Taft was murdered at Pan American Park. And when he started getting tough questions from the audience, he did exactly what Chief Luna did to us mm. in 2014. He mm. said, we're done, we're done, and turned the mics off. <gasps> wow. Turned the mics off, did not want to have tough questions from us about where's this white uh, Prius that people are saying was driving around a park and parades through the park threatening people periodically. Where are the cameras uh, in mm. the park that you have them at every other park? Why don't oh, you have them at this park? No. They turned the mic off and he's got all upset in the community you know, brought him back down. And then some guy from the community gets up and starts talking in police cold language and what have you. And we were like, here's our problem. Yeah. Well, so I was going to point out that Wally Hebish is no stranger to Tiger Ticks because in the public records request Mm -hmm. that Al Jazeera and a couple other agencies did to get the emails where people were approving like the invoices for Tiger Ticks and everything, many of the emails that were directing like lieutenants and staff to specifically use Tiger Ticks for certain operations were from Wally Hebish because he was one of the deputy chiefs at the time. Cool. So Great. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love so it. what's the time limit for any whitey to be held liable? Because <laughs> forever. It's for a cop, ever. it's infinity. It's It's like a, it's a, you know, we used to call, you call it the old boys network, right? Oh yeah. But it, it is definitely cold blue. It is definitely Ooh, a cold blue network. So it's that united in front. Yeah. But I also, you know, like, I, I don't want to, even though like the press conference that was organized didn't get all the demands met, like, mm. I also want to lift up that like you know a lot of this work especially like organizing to like abolish and hold police accountable like it's a long game right and so like you know there's amazing organizing that still happened that now is happening and has evolved so much like honestly and really because of so much of this information that's come out of tiger text has now turned into um the anti-surveillance coalition here in long beach that is doing like really important work to hold like not just hold like the police department accountable but actually like dig in, educate community members about how surveillance is being used in the city, right? Specifically by the city and the police department, um, like facial recognition technology that disproportionately targets black and brown folks. Yeah. Um, and actually like hold the city accountable to get rid of those like policies and those programs and actually like transform policing in the city and to get to that point of like yeah. abolishing it. And, and I think when you look at just the insurmountable things of organizing like the police violence and 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 anything that that capitalism like any ways that those things hurt people yeah like you have to remember that like yeah it's a long game it's about community and and there's a way to look at it optimistically i think in the last 3 to 5 years the amount of like literacy that people mm-hmm. have around the issue of police has increased like exponentially you had people talking about abolition that had never hadn't heard of it three years ago you know and i think that yeah yeah well this is why we needed to pretend like the pandemic 
didn't exist, right? You had Ooh. too many people not stuck in their cars for three or four hours a day, mm. uh, paying attention to things and starting to say, yeah, why is that like that, mm-hmm. right? You have too many people. Uh, and so now we need to, uh, people calling for defunding the police, people mm. were calling for uh, abolishing the police. I think one of the places we need to start, and certainly Black Lives Matter grassroots believes that one of the places we need to start is to end qualified immunity. Hell is there yeah. a way to hold these people accountable so that they wouldn't have that law, those series of laws that protect them from accountability to hide behind? Mm. Then there might be, and I say might, right? Because every time you do something like uh, Andrea Ritchie and Mayor Macaba call it re-form. Yeah. That's like reforming the police. They, yeah. mean, they just new, adjust to it. Just, yeah. Too, yeah. yeah, they just adjust to, to it and move on. So mm. so but but this is this is potentially a step. Accountability for them to to end the thing that they hide behind, which they shouldn't have anyway. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I also like want to point out that I really appreciate like what the uh, like community members involved with the anti surveillance coalition are doing mm-hmm. is like highlighting the fact that like forms of tiger text, right? Like and facial re- recognition technology. These are ways that like um, the police department like use uses surveillance to target folks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to further some of these like huge like racial biases right and targeting Mm. and it's really like and so many of us don't realize that it's happening on a daily basis right yeah the fourth did an article on that right Mm -hmm. they had a whole coverage about the type of surveillance that the police were using in long beach yeah yeah yeah. so you know overall as we as we're getting to wrap up here right i mean i think like i really want to end on like kind of this big end goal right because like this tiger text piece and like you know it was mentioned in the al jazeera video i'll link all of that in the show notes too this is just tiger text is like one symptom of this bigger problem which Mm. is this disease of policing right and like overall we got to reduce our reliance as a society on policing so that we can really exist without surveillance police prisons right and what that means like when we talk about abolishing the police it means that people have their needs met like people have can live healthy lives right they have access to the health and mental health resources they need people have housing people have food people have money people have community right because when you feel like you're you belong somewhere and you're part of a community like you're able to be part of something bigger than yourself too it's also i think changing the mindset of seeing people as like part of your community. Like when I think about the homeless encampment that was cleared this morning and looking at those people, I think when people in the community are like, oh good, the cops are clearing the homeless out. It's like, no, that's that's your brother and sister. Like that's those that's are your neighbor. Those yeah. are your neighbors. Those are your people. You you yeah. know like you have to start looking at it that way. Mm-hmm. And you have to start looking at people as all of your community, which yeah. is like not to be too like rosy or whatever, but it's like, yeah, knowing your neighbor's name and like understanding these people are there and not in a patronizing way, but just like checking up on them or making sure they have water. Like, but but I I agree. Yes, community. Get mm. to know your neighbors. Care about each other. You know, uh, sibling love for mm. a humankind. I I get that, but it's also narrative. Mm. It's narrative. Think about uh, TV. Mm. Think about radio shows before there was TV. Mm. Think about books that 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 
young people read. We are excited by, curious about the detective, excited by, curious about the police officer, mm. excited by, curious about the Lone Ranger, the, 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 the fighter for justice, right? This is a narrative that's spun to us all the time. All the and time. right now, if you look at television or you look at movies, how many of them are about police in some form or so another? So many of them. It's also a thing of like, we're just, just barely cracking the surface in terms of media that is portraying the police as anything yeah. but good and right. Yeah. And, and oh, just. yeah. But even Car- when they're portrayed as bad, they're yeah. celebrated. Yeah, there's right? like an edge yeah. to it. Training like, day, for example. Mm. I mean, you, you know, we, we, we have to change the narrative. So what are some other stories that we can be telling? What are the other stories that we can lift up to make this what we want to be idolizing? Mm. What are those stories? Yeah. No, but actually, do you remember also like— um, this happened a few weeks ago from when we've been recording. Um, Dick Wolf is doing a new, producing a new drama, oh, police yeah. drama called um, oh On Call. God. And the city cleared uh, an enca- uh, a homeless encampment by the riverbed. And the following week, they came out, the production crew came out and set up a fake homeless encampment for them to shoot this police drama Ooh. in Long Beach. Like. And Karma, because their whole series just got suspended because of the writer's strike going on yeah, right now. So, hell fuck yeah. Yeah, Dick Wolf does not need another goddamn show. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But I think to your point, Audrina, like, that, you're right. That narrative is super important because I don't I don't think a lot of people realize how implicit and pervasive that That's stuff right. is. And then shapes so much of our own biases and the way we're viewing and, mm. and understanding all of these issues going around right. uh, around us. So there was a T there well, there is, I'm not even sure if it's still on me, The Shy, right? Mm. Where they tried to explore the notion of community taking care of itself. Mm. And they actually did a good job and they mm. talked about the difficulty of it because you don't have resources, because people yeah. are accustomed to calling the police and the mm. police showing up. And then there's the training, right? Yeah. Or the how to facilitate a difficult conversation. We're not taught that anywhere in yeah. our culture. Yeah. Matter of fact, right. you meant you were talking earlier about uh, the the resource officers in our schools, yeah. right? Now, you know, once upon a time when I was Growing up, you know, you got in trouble, you went to the principal's office or the yeah. teacher called your parents. Mm. So, and, and that was, you know, I understand teachers. I understand that times have changed. However, children are still children. Yeah. Children should not be treated like adults. Children should not be tossed around by armed police officers in their school. Children like Mona Rodriguez should not be shot in their head because yes. they did what kids do, yes. which is have a fight in school. Mm. Kids should not be dragged out of their classroom like they're grown adults because they're freaking out because they're in foster care and they're, tr- they're hearing from their, their actual parents yeah. about what's going on with them. These people People, the cops are in places that they don't need to be. So again, mm, yeah. how do we lift up other stories? How are mm-hmm. we putting these other stories into popular culture? Mm-hmm. And it's problematic because those are not the stories of the rich. Remember, the police are in mm. place to protect the rich. Yes. The police are in place to protect, protect capital. capital. Yeah. And what we're talking about are the stories of the oppressed. Yeah, mm. We're talking about people, folks like, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to hear about that. Well, yeah. let's, well let's talk about that because those people are still living life. Mm. They're still having joy. They're still making babies. They're still building community. They're mm-hmm. still doing mm. all of those things. So what, like, what is it like to live in a homeless encampment? Mm. Yeah. What is that community being built there? Yeah. How do they 
manage themselves. I won't use the word police because that was the word that was coming to my mind first, right? Because this yeah. is also about changing the way we use language. How it's do how you talk about the is. thing? Yeah. But how do they manage themselves? How do they do that community cooperation thing? Yeah. That's a good word, cooperation, yeah. right? How do they do that? And can we see more TV shows like that? Yeah. yeah. I think it's Bro. like literally like the new Star Wars show and that's it. That's all I can think of. That's like a major <laughs> one. That's like, I yeah. mean, the, the bad guys are all the Imperials, the Empire, yeah. the cops, basically. But yeah. Yeah. Well, that's always the case, and yet people still celebrate that. I know. I right? know. There, you still want to be a stormtrooper? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is a joke. There's, a, there's those memes that came out. It's like if Tarka Carlson was in the Star Wars universe, and he was like, listen, the Darth Vader did nothing wrong, okay? You gotta understand. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. I'm thinking about something else you said, and I'm thinking about the importance of organizing and being in coalition and doing the work even when there seemingly isn't any work. And yeah. I'm using air tags with that because the, the murder of Fred Taft activated uh, mm-hmm. many of us. And then we have this tiger text on, on top of it and folks came together. But if we weren't already in some kind of community, mm. yeah, we wouldn't have known, we wouldn't have been able yeah. to come together, mm. right? So, you, you know, despite the myth that, you know, things happen and, uh, you know, uh, people just jump out there and, and suddenly they're just organized on their own. Yeah. That's just, a, that is a myth. Yeah. That's not real. People yeah. are out doing the work every day. Long Beach Forward is doing the work every day, no matter what that piece looks like for yeah. them. We're doing the work. Black Lives Matter is doing the work that we can every day. Other organizations are doing the work that they can every day. And when things happen, that's what makes us ready for the moment. Yeah. yeah. So we were ready to capture this moment. And it was totally relative, relevant, that's the word, relevant because of Fred Taft, because mm-hmm. of what mm. that family had been telling us that they had experienced the day of Fred's murder mm. with yeah. the Long Beach Police Department. Yeah. And I think that's like really important to know, too, because I think like I talked to a lot of folks. Actually, like shout out to all the people that I've connected to with this pod who have been inspired by what Daniel shared of like, you got to at least start with getting to know your neighbors, yeah. getting involved in organizations. Like I think when you think about organizing and social change, you think of the sexy stuff, which is like the direct action and protest and all that. But that's like yeah. what, one sixteenth of it? That's if right. that one thirty-two mm. of it. That's right. Like it's the the unsexy work, but the real, real work is like being in like authentic relationship with people, like your neighbors, like people with like-minded values and doing that like organizational work yeah. to be in community because then like you don't know know when things are going to pop off like this, right? And we got to be ready. And it, it, being in community with each other means, like, you know, having food at your meeting, you know? Like, yeah. it's really down to the little stuff. But having childcare. Child yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Having All those interpretation yeah. at yeah. your meetings to be inclusive. Yeah. Having your meetings at a time where people can actually come. Yeah. 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 Not yeah. like city council meetings. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 2 p.m. on a Monday. Yeah. Or, the, or the commission meetings, right? Mm, yeah. You know, they don't really want people there. Some of the favorite thing, my favorite things that we've done at city council meetings and it cracks me up all the time is like when we know we'll have late meetings. Like we did this a lot for the people's budget campaign is we would hire folks to like um, and pay them to uh, like play with kids. So like the parents could be inside. And so you just like walk in and this fancy ass lobby and just kids running around everywhere because like <laughs> how else is city council Councils will be uh, like accessible for Literally, folks if you right. have kids or Literally. you know, and so it's like right. these security and the guards. Pizza. Yeah, and pizza. Yeah. So it's these like security guards who are real stuffy, and then like kids running around in pizza everywhere. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> but I'm like, yo, like if we're going to be here for like six hours, right. then just to get our point across and ensure that y'all do the right thing. Yeah. We'll do what it takes. So, or at I'll, least feel bad while you're doing the wrong thing. <laughs> that part, yeah. No, they have to have a conscience to feel bad. No. <laughs> I think the whole, the whole point. Listen, if the the police are formed. They're, they're militarized, right? Mm-hmm. And many of them come out of the military. Yeah. And one of the things they do with you in the military is they they drain you of your person and then put Uncle Sam in you, so to say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So these guys come out, and these guys and and women and and persons come, and they're ready. They're yeah. vessels ready to be filled up and follow direction. Mm. And you can you imagine how you have to do that to spend you spend 25 years doing it because most folks want their pension, mm-hmm. right? If you can last the 25 years, you want the 25 years. But what have you had to do in the meantime? What have you had to pretend like you didn't see? What mm-hmm. did you had to do in order to protect your own butt while you're on the job? Mm. Uh, and what mind games did you have to yeah. play with yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Cognitive exactly. dissonance. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's that. right. So clearly there's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of work to be done. And, you know, if this moves you, this story and all of these tangents and all the cheese med moves you in any way, um, get involved with the Anti-Surveillance Coalition here in Long Beach. Mm. I'll drop some some links in the show notes to get involved. Um, how can folks get involved with, like, um, BLM, Long Beach, Grassroots? Well, reach out. Reach out to us on Instagram at BLMLBC is probably your best bet. Or follow us on Facebook, which is Black Lives Matter Long Beach, and send a message. That would be the best way. Hell yeah. All right. Any other ways that you want to make sure people get involved? Um, Find an organization near you Hell yeah. that is engaged in something that you believe in and stay engaged with that organization. Offer whatever time you have, whatever skill you have. If they send out a something that says, click the button and send a message, do that. If they ask you to make a phone <laughs> call, do that. If Hell they ask yeah. you to come out onto the street, do that. Because these folks are in the trenches and doing the work and, and they need your support. They need to know yep. that people are paying attention and that people care. Hell yeah. Mm. Hell yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. This You're was welcome. a fantastic evening. My heart is full. I'm All glad right. to have been invited. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for being on the episode. Wow. All right, I'm going to do a little outro here. I remember to pull it up in time. Well, look at that. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at LB Cheesement on Instagram and Long Beach Cheesement on Twitter. If you have any questions, comments, or follow-ups yourself, you can message us at those socials or at lbcheesement at gmail.com. Long Beach Cheesement is brought to you in collaboration with Forth.org, a home for Long Beach grassroots art and media. If you're interested in supporting watchdog journalism Imas, you can donate to Forth via Patreon at patreon.com slash F-O-R-T-H-E-L-B-C. I've been Daniel Spear. I'm, I'm still James Pazzo. <laughs> stay queer and stay radical. Bye. Bye, America. Bye. Bye.